Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This Sunday we commemorate the holy martyrs and confessors, the new holy martyrs and confessors of Russia. It is also a time for us, as we specifically remember those martyred in the Russian church, that there is... Uh, Russia at that time was a much bigger concept than we might think now. So this would have been the church that would have been in many uh, nations that we would understand separate from the current uh, state of Russia. Besides, even outside of what would have been historically Russia, you also remember all those who suffered and uh, were martyred and confessed the faith throughout uh, Eastern Europe, uh, throughout the Orthodox Church, For example, in Albania, there was a strong uh, Orthodox Church presence there, but the uh, atheistic communist government uh, really raised the ground, destroying, killing out, specifically looking and hunting for priests in order to kill them so that they could kill off the church. I believe when Archbishop Anastasios uh, began the renewal of the Church of Albania. I think there was two or three priests that they could find who had basically gone into hiding, uh, or had fled to Greece at the time. Uh, and we're talking about hundreds of priests. Uh, when we think about it's for us, it's not something that we learn in schools of just how many people uh, were killed under the broad communist or Soviet yoke. Uh, specifically, there's all sorts of folks who are killed, but specifically those who are confessing Christians and that they were killed because of their faith. Uh, they would very specifically desecrate churches. They would specifically hunt out and have burning piles for icons. Uh, they would ask you, uh, uh, they would mock, they would spit. If you made the sign of the cross, they would shoot you. There was a a craziness, a frenzy. Uh, when I was in Moscow visiting uh, one of the killing fields, and there's a reason why it was called that, uh, it was basically a drunken, fueled, ideological slaughter. Such that the soldiers would just go in the streets and just pick up people in order to fulfill the quota. There is in, uh, we're talking not hundreds, thousands, we're talking of millions of people who lost their lives, but especially for us in the church, we're only those who lost their lives for the sake of the faith. Uh, we're to try and wrap our minds around the thousands of clergy, uh, the many bishops, uh, monks, nuns, and just laity, faithful laity who would defend uh, with their lives, uh, especially reminded, and this is something about this new uh, crop of martyrs that was uh, larger than the early churches. We think very much, and we have throughout the year, almost every single day is a memory of a martyr. But when we get to this past century, uh, unfortunately, the names of the the, the those enrolled as martyrs uh, skyrocket. Uh, and it is one of the blessings of being last century, if I can talk like that, is that we actually have access to know the stories, uh, to be able to be encouraged in the faith for those who shed their blood. 
uh, Metropolitan Benjamin, uh, St. Benjamin of St. Petersburg, uh, who I believe we have a little icon over here in the corner. There's a famous picture of him standing in a, basically what I would say, a kangaroo court, uh, where he was called up on charges because his priests would not uh, give over. They gave all the other gold, all the other precious things in the church. The only thing that they would left that they defended with their lives was what was used to consecrate, uh, what would hold the precious body and blood of Christ, and that was what they would not give over. And he uh, was sentenced to death and was martyred for him. Uh, he later, but the basic situation was where he blessed those priests who were on trial uh, to die a martyric death because they were obeying him, uh, but specifically obeying Christ and defending what they knew to be holy and right and true. So it is with uh, all of these new martyrs that we can read their lives, and especially for us in the Orthodox Church in America, that we have a specific tie uh, to St. Tikhon that we heard from the Traparia this evening, uh, who was elected patriarch uh, in the midst uh, the council uh, that there is reports basically Metropolitan Elogi who is one of uh, the, the primate for the uh, Orthodox Church here in America uh, tells about walking through the streets in order to get to the synod and having to dodge bullets because there was all the Bolshevik revolution was breaking out at the time when they elected Tikhon to become patriarch and can you imagine uh, becoming a patriarch while the entire, all the world that you know is just imploding around you uh, as you're trying to maintain order, trying to communicate, trying to work with, uh, it wasn't just an immediate uh, conflict with the Bolsheviks, but we're talking about years of conflict, of uh, subversion. We heard in the Trapari of Metropolitan uh, Benjamin how he had to uh, be a shepherd against those who are trying to steal from his flock because the KGB, well, what we would say KGB, but basically the Bolshevik uh, secret police would create a alternate church that looked like the Orthodox Church in order to subvert uh, and to steal sheep away from the church. So we're talking about a kind of chaos and a kind of suffering that we uh, can't imagine, and it is especially knowing that we can see pictures of them, that we can relate to their life. It's a very different life from 4th century Syria, 4th century uh, Greece, uh, that we have those who uh, lost their lives for the sake of uh, the truth of the church, for Christ's sake. So let us, especially as we prepare for Holy Communion tomorrow, ask for their intercessions, ask for their prayers, for perseverance, for steadfastness, and for encouragement to confess Christ, uh, no matter what the cost may be. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.